can't slow down my breathing. My heart is about to jump out of my chest. I can't calm down. My body's getting warmer by the moment, and I'm losing control of my sense of calm. I just need to relax, but I can't. I feel like a prisoner trapped inside my body. I want to escape. I need to escape. I'm anxious. Welcome to the Reach Higher podcast. Quick nuggets of wisdom for happiness, efficiency, and meaningful living. Your thoughts need surgery and I've got the scalpel. My name is Ryan Howard. Anxiety. We've all experienced it in one form or another, including you. Whether you were getting ready for a class presentation, feeling scared about meeting someone, or trying something new. Or maybe it's because you felt uncertain about something. You might have experienced trauma in the past, and now the slightest trigger can awaken that terrible feeling in you. It doesn't matter what anybody says. Anxiety is hell. And the worst part is, no one seems to have an actual solution for it. They tell you to get over it, or just calm down. Seriously, how much does it piss you off to hear that when you feel like you're about to have a heart attack? Give me a break, right? But it sucks. Because it's not just uncomfortable, it's debilitating. How many times has anxiety stopped you from being at your best? For people who battle anxiety, it can be like a wall, standing between where they are and what they want to achieve. So overcoming it could be a major game changer. By the end of our time together today, my goal is to give you some practical action steps, some that you may have never heard before, to make that wish a reality. Now, some of you are probably saying, that's not me. I don't deal with anxiety, so I won't benefit from this episode. I actually challenge you on that. We all, on some level, are limited by anxiety in our lives because the root of anxiety is fear. Fear of the future, fear about what could go wrong, fear of the unknown, anything that we don't have total control over, which is most things, can lead to the anxiety that stops us from being our best. So, let's ride. Let's tackle this anxiety problem once and for all. The first step to overcoming anxiety is understanding what the hell is going on in our bodies. Anxiety isn't just a feeling, it is an intentional physiological response. It is a defense mechanism employed by our brains that has developed over generations of evolution. As long as we've been around, the human brain has had two primary jobs, keep us alive and maximize pleasure while minimizing pain. When our ancestors saw a lion ready to attack them, in order for them to not get their asses eaten, their central nervous system or CNS would kick into high gear. Focus would increase, hormones would release, and every bodily function would shift to save their lives. This is referred to as the fight or flight response. Now, let's fast forward to modern day living. Even though we may not get chased by lions anymore, this same process still springs into action in order to protect us. Well, it thinks it's protecting us. And we're about to give that big presentation, make a scary decision, or approach our gym crush, the CNS does its thing. We begin to sweat, the heart races, 
we become less efficient at higher level thinking and fear can overtake us. But when I'm about to give a presentation, how in the world is it going to help me if I can't think critically? It's going to majorly screw me over. Basically, our primitive need to avoid danger has evolved into present day anxiety. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten. I promised there would be four steps. We're almost done with step one. The CNS is split into two different systems, the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. It's the sympathetic nervous system that causes the fight, flight, or freeze response. This is the one we want to overcome when anxiety hits. It actually causes blood to leave parts of the brain that think critically, like the prefrontal cortex. Why? So we can run faster. <laughs> Thanks, brain. Really appreciate that. No wonder I make terrible decisions whenever I'm anxious. Now, the parasympathetic nervous system, see, ah, this one is the homie. This is the one that's going to help us calm down, relax, and ultimately weaken the effect of anxiety. Why am I telling you all this? Because I want you to understand that anxiety is a physiological problem. You can't solve something going on in your body with just your willpower. Fight fire with fire. So okay, step two. Like I said, if we have a physiological problem, we need a physiological solution. So that means just telling yourself to relax ain't gonna cut it. Instead, we want to put two things into practice, meditation and learning to breathe from your diaphragm. I know what you're gonna say. I can't meditate. That won't help me. No, you tried to meditate once or twice for 32 seconds and you didn't know what you were doing so you gave the hell up. Let's be real. The point of meditation is simple, not to silence your thoughts, it is to stop identifying with them. You merely want to observe them as they come across your mind. As if you're sitting in the grass, staring at the clouds float through the sky. Seriously, I really want you to listen to me right now. Because if you get this, it will change your life. Meditation is about stopping yourself from performing unnecessary action. By silencing the chatter going on in our heads, we activate the parasympathetic nervous system. That's right, that's the homie. The part of the CNS whose only jobs are rest and digest, ultimately decreasing fight or flight. See, you don't need to stop thinking. It's an unnecessary action and borderline impossible. That's like trying not to picture a green dog when someone tells you, don't you dare picture a green dog. Got it? Now I know, learning to meditate in the beginning can seem kind of difficult. What I highly recommend is trying out something called guided meditation. This is what got me over the hump. You can go on YouTube, type in guided meditation, and pick a video that you might like. They often have background music and a person speaking softly. That can make meditation a lot easier. Also, if you're one of those big technology freaks, they've even got guided meditation apps. The one I recommend is called Headspace. Got that? H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E. Headspace. Check it out. 
The next thing that will be huge, huge. Did you get that? I said huge in weakening your anxiety is learning how to breathe with your diaphragm. This is also known as diaphragmatic breathing, which I love to say because it makes me sound smart as hell. This is actually a majorly helpful technique that has been under our noses this whole time. Have you ever noticed that when people breathe throughout the day, they normally breathe with their chest? Shallow breaths that tend to look more classy. In contrast, during sleep, their stomach moves when they breathe. It goes up and down as opposed to their chest. That's because the sleeping people are breathing with their diaphragm. Diaphragmatic breathing causes the stomach to extend and deflate, leading to deeper breaths. While these breaths may not be as sexy as breathing with our chest, they possess an immense power. They allow us to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, again, combating any feelings of fight or flight. If you ever feel the onset of anxiety coming, take three to five minutes and breathe with your diaphragm. Put your hand on your stomach and feel it rise and deflate. Try to take as full of breaths as possible. As the parasympathetic nervous system kicks in, you'll feel the nervousness decreasing. Try it out. Now, step three and four are pretty straightforward. Step three is to practice this. Practice transitioning from the sympathetic nervous system to the parasympathetic nervous system under pressure. Whenever you experience anxiety in a low threat situation, just try these techniques. Try spending five minutes bringing yourself into a meditative state. Pop some headphones in and listen to Headspace or try out diaphragmatic breathing. The more you practice it, the better the body will get at transitioning into a state that transcends anxiety. Step four isn't applicable to everyone, but it's applicable to many people who experience anxiety due to a stimuli that they encounter often. Step four, is to desensitize yourself to the stimuli. So often, when we identify something we're anxious about, we avoid it at all costs. We tell ourselves that if we don't ever enter the situation, then the anxiety will just magically go away. But the thing is, if you were to speak to a professional, they would encourage you to do the opposite. If you have something harmless that triggers the anxiety, such as meeting new people, it would be helpful to create a little practice for yourself. Resolve to maybe meet a new person once a week or engage in a way that would ordinarily awaken the anxiety in a non-threatening fashion. By exposing yourself to low levels, let me repeat, low levels of the anxiety over a period of time, desensitization will actually begin to occur. Ultimately, that will cause your brain to disassociate pain from the stimuli and you'll be good to go. So there you have it guys. Step one, get educated about anxiety. Check. Step two, meditate and practice diaphragmatic breathing. Step three, practice, practice, practice. Step four, don't avoid the anxiety. Desensitize yourself over time and it can slowly begin to drift away. Boom. Guys, thanks for listening to the Reach Higher podcast. Stretch out your arm. Let me help you lift it up. And together, we can reach higher.
reaching bigger smiles, stronger minds, greater successes, and better lives. Thanks, guys. Peace.